You're listening to episode number 61 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, I have a funny story to share with you about how I accidentally came up with this incredibly effective discipline hack, and I cannot wait to share it with you in hopes that you can take the same idea and incorporate it into your own family. So if you are ready, let's get started. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mompreneurs out there feeling torn between raising a thriving family and building a business you love. I'm a photographer, community founder, podcaster, wife, and mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to you multi-passionate mamas. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to maximize your productivity and find peace in motherhood and business. That way you can have time for the things that really matter, like binging your favorite show and cookie dough. But seriously, are you ready to transform your life from feeling frazzled to focused and be equipped with the tools you need to juggle all the things? If so, you're in the right place. Hey mama, welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you today and I cannot wait to get started and just get into this story because it really stemmed from desperation one day. I mean, isn't that how all of the genius ideas come to mind when we are just not even expecting it? Anyways, I wanted to take a quick second to reintroduce myself in case you are new to the show. My name is Ashley Freehan. I am the founder of The Purpose Gathering, which is an online community that I created out of desperation one day, feeling like I was so lonely and I really couldn't find a community of mamas who understood what I was going through. I had so many friends who were business owners and lots of friends who were moms, but I didn't know anyone who did both. And I felt like I struggled for a really long time to find a balance. And I feel like I had kind of figured it out. And I was like, you know what? I have done this hard work. I've done this really difficult task. Yes, it's a day-by-day journey. Yes, it's a thought process that you have to work through on the regular, but I just felt like there had to be other mamas out there who felt what I was going through and who I could encourage and who I could support. And eventually that led to me being able to educate. And I started this podcast and it's just been a really incredible blessing for me to be able to share my heart with you. So I thank you so much for listening and all of the returning listeners. I appreciate you so much that you come to hang out with me every single week. And I always promise to bring wisdom, bring it to you straight, give you kind of the journey and um, really just connect with you guys because I truly, truly know what it feels like to be alone. And I don't want that for you. And so In addition to this podcast, I also have a monthly membership mastermind community. It is more of a group coaching community, and I absolutely love being able to pour into the mamas in there, and I love learning from them as well. I think that's what's really unique about the Purpose Gathering Collective is having a whole group of women who all bring different strengths to the table. 
And the doors to the collective reopen June 15th. So be sure to get on the wait list if you're not already at thepurposegathering.com slash mastermind. I also offer one-on-one coaching to those mamas out there who want to go deeper, who need someone right there holding their hand, kind of taking a really close look at what is going on in their life right now, what's working, what's not, maybe things in their business that need adjusting or simplifying. And so I love doing 90-minute deep dive coaching sessions to help mamas take action right away and get focused clarity so that they know what the next steps are. If you're interested in learning more information or just hopping on the phone to chat with me about what's going on in your life and see if coaching would be the next right step for you, I would love for you to schedule a free discovery call and you can do that over at bit.ly slash TPG chat. And the TPG stands for the purpose gathering. So super simple. It's a free 30 minute call and it's really just a great time for me to get to hear where you're at and where you want to go. Okay, let's get into today's topic, which is this incredibly accidental but super effective discipline hack. So first of all, I have to give credit where credit is due. During episode 47, I interviewed Monica Swanson. If you haven't heard that episode yet, after this one, definitely check it out. It's called Raising Children of Character. And during our conversation, I was so convicted. So for those of you listening that might not know this, I graduated with my degree in elementary education and never actually formally went into teaching. I did my one semester of student teaching and then became a nanny straight out of college. And then really that is when I started my entrepreneurial journey. And I picked up a camera and I actually started photographing the little boy I was nannying. And that is how I started my photography business. But having this degree in elementary education really opened my eyes to the entire world of child psychology and brain research and how children develop and how to interact with them and discipline styles and teaching methods and all the things. And so I feel like between that and my eight years of nanny experience and now my nine years of being a parent, I feel like I have always had this idea in my head, this positive parenting mentality of kind of protecting our children from negative comments about themselves or something of that sort. And it's hard for me to really put it into words exactly how my mind thinks about these things. But that conversation I had with Monica Swanson really challenged me. It really rocked my world, honestly. And she said a couple of things in there that really got my attention. But the one that I remember the most is she said, if we do not discipline our children and we do not give them consequences, the world is going to give them much harsher consequences. And so they need to learn early on that every decision that they make has a consequence. And it really just got me thinking because... I always kind of had this idea in my head, and I don't know exactly where it came from, but I always had this, 
well, I do know where it came from. It came from the psychology books that I read, okay? But like, I don't remember at what point my my brain just soaked this in and thought that it was truth. But I had this idea and this mentality that I didn't want my children to be mad at me. I wanted them to be mad at the decision that they just made, which was the the result of their behavior, if you know what I mean. So let me give you an example. So I always feel like my children have to have a natural consequence. So if they, you know, or I always use this same one, but it always comes to my mind. But if they're outside riding the bike, their bike and they don't have their helmet on, then they lose the privilege to ride their bike. And I'm not going to just be like, okay, you weren't wearing your helmet. You're not going to the birthday party because that's completely unrelated. And so I just struggled for so many years of like, how do I find a natural consequence? How do I make my children understand that they made a bad decision and their bad decision like affects their character? And so I really just had this aha moment when I got off of the phone call with Monica. And I was like, you know what, I need to do something. Instead of doing like only a reward system, I need to have, there needs to be a negative consequence. So one day, can't even tell you how this happened, I decided that I was going to start to teach my children um, respect and responsibility. And those are the two words that I always use. And so I pulled out a sticky note and I just started giving my kids stars. Like, like an, a literal star that you draw with your pencil. And I stuck it up on the side of our wall that covers up our fridge and the star system was born. And it's so funny to me because it's so ghetto. It's so ridiculous. There's there's really nothing exciting about it. But my for whatever reason, it resonates with my children and it is so effective. So let me kind of explain how... I structure it so that you can duplicate the same system if you choose. Okay, the first step is you're going to need to identify your child's currency. Now, for my children, it's screen time. They don't get a lot of screen time, and there was a lot of frustration and annoyance of my kids always asking me like, mom, can I watch TV? Mom, can I do this? Can I be on my video games? And I just got super annoyed with it. That's probably what set off this original idea was I just thought, you know what? Like, I am not going to give you screen time anymore. You have to earn your screen time. And that is my children's currency. So number one, identify your children's currency. And it could be different currency for different children. Number two, I want you to establish some rules around how your children will earn these stars. So there should be a few things that they can do every day to earn these stars that doesn't require a lot of effort. Because remember, with any discipline system that you use, you want it to be effective. And the only way that it's going to be effective is if your children know what's expected and if it's reasonable for their age to attain it, and if it's something that they can actually succeed at. Because if you're going to put in place a discipline system and you're not 
going to let them succeed at it, then it's going to backfire and it's not going to be effective. So you want it to be something that's easily attainable. So establish some of those rules. So for instance, my children have a checklist every morning that they are in charge of. They earn a star every morning for completing that checklist. They also earn an extra star if they do, and they both have different rules for their different extra stars. So my daughter hates taking her vitamins. So if she takes her vitamins, she earns a star. My son, on the other hand, he has to show me that he brushed his teeth. So I have to watch him brush his teeth and he has to show me that he's wearing underwear. And that's how he earns his extra star. It's pretty silly that my daughter doesn't earn a star for brushing her teeth, but my son does. And it took them a little while to understand that. But if you just remind your children, there's there's different, you know, everybody has different struggles. And your brother struggles with brushing his teeth and wearing underwear. And you struggle with taking your um, vitamins. And so I feel like as you explain that more, your kids will stop asking and they'll understand, oh, okay, yeah, we all have different strengths and we all have different struggles. My kids also earn stars for doing their evening checklist. So hanging up their backpack, making sure they're getting their homework done. When they make their lunch, they earn a star. If they show respect in any way, like they are offering to help someone without being asked or they see some trash on the floor and they pick it up and I notice, I give them a star for showing respect or responsibility, right? And I make sure that I say those words. Wow, you are being so responsible. I'm going to give you a star for that. Thank you so much for picking up that trash off the floor. That really helps our family and that helps our home look nice and tidy. I also give stars when my kids are just like super cheerful and they're on their A game and they are being compliant and they just have a super good attitude Like, for instance, this morning, my kids came downstairs and they had already completed their checklist and they were just on top of things. And we sat down at the breakfast table to eat and it was way earlier than ever. And so I gave them each an extra star for being on top of things and not not having me remind them about everything. So come up with those established rules and then have some flexibility to give out stars as necessary. So that was actually the third step that I kind of missed, but that is to reward with stars when they show respect or responsibility. Now, when you implement this into your home, your own home, you might choose something different. You might choose instead of, you know, screen time for your children's currency, it could be like a trip to their favorite park or whatever it is, whatever kind of currency works for your child, I want you to use that instead. And the same goes with the established rules for how they earn stars. It could be completely different than what ours are. Okay, now let's talk about number four. This is the hardest one for me. And this is the idea that your children can get stars taken away. However, I encourage you to be very careful with how you take stars away and be very careful about how you say it. Because there have been so many times that it's just so easy for me to be like, oh, okay, you just lost a star in a very reactive way instead of 
being proactive about it by either explaining to him about the situation and maybe saying words like, well, you just chose to be disrespectful or irresponsible, so now you owe me a star. And I have to be so honest with you guys. I am trying to be super transparent here and share the journey with you and let you know what I'm doing right now. But I am in no way, shape, or form trying to tell you that this is the right way because there are still so many parts of me that are like, this is wrong. Like, don't take away their star. Like, it's so hard for me because it all comes back to the fact that it's like, I'm basically telling my children that they don't get screen time when they're disrespectful. And that's not really like the ultimate lesson that I want to teach them. Clearly, it's not. The ultimate lesson that I want to teach them is when you are disrespectful and when you are irresponsible, there are consequences. Whether those be, you know, positive consequences or negative, there's always a consequence no matter what decision you make. And so I know that some of you are probably thinking like, how is that even related, Ashley? Like that that makes no sense. I'm not telling you that it makes sense. I'm just telling you that right now (laughs) it works and it helps my children to understand that if they want screen time, like they have to show me and our entire family respect and responsibility. So I have seen huge shifts of behavior in my children. Um, I think it's something that is really impactful so far. Of course, things might change. And sometimes my daughter will say to me, like, I don't care if I lose a star. Like, I don't even care about screen time, right? And she'll get sassy with me about it. And I'm just like, okay, I understand that. And that's just, I feel like, a defense mechanism because she doesn't want me to know that she's upset about it. So let me take a second really quick to kind of unpackage what I feel like would result in having a star taken away. And again, I would pick only a few things because if you start to nitpick every single thing about your child, they are never going to be successful. And so try to choose the things that are, you know, the things that you're working on behavior-wise. So for us, if there is any physical activity where they are hitting each other, punching each other, anything physical like that, first of all, I'm going to step in and I'm going to try to remedy the situation. So I... And, and this is up to your discretion. I mean, there are definitely times where I take stars away because it happened in front of me. It like I was more emotionally reacting. And so I will take a star away. But this is I'm going to just tell you how I think you should do it, um, which would be to step in and address the situation first. Try to guide and direct and redirect in the moment if you can, and try to also unpackage what else is going on. Maybe the kids just got home from school and they're hungry and they're fighting with each other. So separate. But I always say this at like, when I step in, I will say, hey, we are working on respect and responsibility. And what behavior you just displayed, which, you know, I would say you punching your sister, is that showing respect? No, it's not. Why? Why is that not respectful? How would you feel if someone punched you? What does respect mean? Kind of like reminding him, right? And so then I say to him, the family rule 
is that you keep your hands to yourself. And being super honest, I mean, that's the rule anywhere right now, just our family rule. But in our family, that's our rule. We do not touch other people. We do not put our hands on other people in that way. So that's the family rule. If you show me that you cannot follow that family rule, you will owe me a star. Do you understand? And so that's how I would approach that. So I'm not saying that you always have to give them a warning, but honestly, it is my recommendation to at least try to remedy the situation before you just start yanking stars away. Because again, you want to really teach them the heart of the behavior and why it's not appropriate instead of having it be all focused on the stars, if that makes sense. This is really one area that I need to get better and where I encourage you is not getting hung up in taking away the stars as a punishment. It's mostly taking away the star to show them that you messed up and it's okay that you messed up and I love you, but I'm also trying to show you visually what it looks like when we mess up. You know what I'm saying? So I hope that it's making sense to you guys, um, you know, how this is kind of played out in our family and how it's kind of really changed the dynamic. And my kids don't ask me anymore for screen time until step five. So let's talk about step five, which is allowing them to cash in their stars. So you need to establish a day or maybe a certain set number of days. So even if my children earn 20 stars, which I'll have to be honest, I don't think they've ever made it past like seven or eight before they cash them in. Um, And I have them cash in five stars, and that equals 40 minutes of screen time. So that's usually like two 20-minute shows or, you know, being on the computer, playing learning games, or they can play a video game. And so... Because I don't want them to be able to do that every single day, I have certain days of the week that they're allowed to do that. Um, So it's usually like two days a week that I let them cash that in. Now you might be thinking, wow, that's pretty harsh for them to have to save up those stars all week long. Like what if they earn five stars and then they lose two and then they earn one and then that day rolls around? Well, I'm super flexible on the day. It's not like, oh, well, you have to have five stars on Tuesday and Thursday or you don't get to use them. It is when you earn five stars, you can watch you know, have your screen time two days a week. Now, we also do family screen time. So we love watching TV with our kids. Um, So we like to watch MasterChef and then we have a movie night one night a week. So those are not times that they have to cash in their stars. Those are just family time, like kind of our rituals that we love to do together. So we don't make them do that only on other days where they want to do that. And It's been really hard, but since I did that episode with Tessa Stuckey about screen time, it really rocked my world. Like, I already was strict on screen time, but now I am even more strict on screen time because I really just want my kids to know that there are so many other wonderful, beautiful things they can do besides being on their screens all the time. So I hope that you guys have found this episode helpful. It's funny how it just randomly happened. It was totally accidental, but it has been super helpful for us. And it has eliminated so much bickering and whining and wondering when they can have screen time. So now it's 100% completely earned. And so 
I hope that you guys will take some of these tips and use them and let me know if you decide to try this and how it works for you. Also, if you are feeling like you are alone in this department of struggling with disciplining your children or following through with what you say, you're so not alone. If you listened to last week's episode about preventing and handling meltdowns, I shared a lot of my strategies for that. And then next week, I'm actually going to be sharing boundaries that will help you reduce mom guilt. But I want to invite you guys to join me for a free virtual happy hour hangout where I am going to dive deep with each and every one of you on a Zoom call. You will have the opportunity to hop on, ask questions, share your struggles about anything related to mood swings, meltdowns, or mom guilt. We are talking all about those things because I don't want you to do life alone anymore, mama. These struggles are real and they are so difficult. So if you are interested in joining us next Thursday, April 22nd at 9 a.m. Arizona time, I think we are the same as Pacific time right now. I always get super confused about that. But come join us. You can sign up at thepurposegathering.com slash happy hour. I can't wait to see you there. I would also love for you to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out on Instagram with other mamas who might need this discipline hack as well. We can never have too many tricks up our sleeves as mamas, especially when we are growing a business at the same time. As always, mama, I am here rooting for you and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You were created to thrive with purpose and not just survive. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. For more resources and to become a part of our amazing online community and connect with like-minded mompreneurs, head to thepurposegathering.com resources. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to subscribe to the show and leave me a review on iTunes. Each review is so valuable to me and helps more mamas like you find the show. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.